0: sound of creation. Na is the earth. Ma is the water. She is the fire. Va is the air. Ya is space or the ether. So like we said before, where there's an order to manifestation from consciousness, and so when you sing Om Namah shiva, you're going the opposite route from earth to consciousness. And The sounds themselves, the seed sounds themselves, raise
1: your vibration. Welcome to the Don't Forget Yoga Podcast, helping new yoga teachers absorb yogic wisdom with music, mantra, and mnemonics. Don't forget on the yoga podcast, music and mantra and mnemonics. Today, in honor of the upcoming Shivaratri holiday, We're tuning in and turning our neurons on to remember the mantra Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. In the first episode, I told the story of my journey to becoming a yoga teacher, my struggles with memory, and a little bit about how I use music, mantras, and mnemonics to help me remember things. For the second episode, I'm remembering my connection to New Orleans where I started practicing yoga regularly to try and mend a broken heart I had back in 2010. It was there that I started going to a studio called Swan River, where I met today's guest, Libby Love. She taught Mukti Yoga at Swan River and became one of the inspirations for my decision to become a teacher. And then she helped mentor me on my way to teacher training. We both since moved on from New Orleans. We've flown out from under the wings of Jivamukti Yoga. But we also still have beautiful memories of the teachers and practice and how it transformed us. And of course, our time in New Orleans was super rad. <laughs> One of the cool things about starting with Libby is that I can also pay homage to my OG podcaster status. That's right. You see, I had a podcast that started in 2005 called Vegan Radio and it went on until about 2012. In 2010 I interviewed Libby for an episode so I still have some audio of her from that time and here she is in 2010 introducing herself.
2: Okay well my name is Libby Bryan, and I've been practicing yoga, I guess the first time I practiced yoga was when I was a teenager and I had a I had a Raquel Welch yoga book, and um, I did. And I thought, wow, you know, she's really beautiful. I want to try this. And I did that pretty consistently for a while. And then I studied dance uh, in university, and I moved to New Orleans in mm, 1997, I believe. I started to practice again here, Then I had a child, and I stopped for a while. Then I moved to Europe for a while, and I quickly realized that I needed that practice again. And I studied in Munich at the Jiva Mukti Center there, which is a really, really wonderful studio. And uh, yeah, then I was certified maybe two years after that.
1: So that beautifully recorded audio was done in person, and you'll notice there's a little bit of a difference when we get on Zoom, and now she's living in Austria, and I'm in the United States, Western Massachusetts. It's kind of like the difference between taking a class in the studio and watching a class online. You know, it's not quite the same, but we do what we got to do. So here she is introducing herself in my most recent interview.
0: My name is Libby Love, but I was born in St. Louis. Libby McDaniel. I have... Since I became an adult, lived in various places around the world, in New Orleans where I met you, and back and forth between New Orleans and Austria. I got that name Libby Love in New Orleans, though. That was when emails were just coming out, and I just made my email, and I had just finished my teacher training. And I thought to myself, if I am going to be getting like trash email and a bunch of junk mail and stuff, how do I want to be referred to? What do I want myself reminded of that often? And I was like, "Well, I'll just stick love in it because then (laughs) (laughs) they must address me with love." You know what I mean? (laughs) And then people met me and emailed me, and you know how New Orleans is—everybody immediately starts love, love. (laughs) (laughs) I decided to stick with it.
1: As I mentioned in the first episode, the next few episodes we're going to talk to some of my fellow students from the jiva mukti yoga teacher training 2011 at omega institute and see where they are now this podcast is not about jiva mukti but that's part of my journey as a yoga teacher and i really want to kind of recreate the vibe that i had back then and how i was feeling so i can best serve you as the new yoga teacher listener I imagine that most modern yoga teacher trainings in the West have similar elements, like the aspect of bonding with other students, which is so important, making deep friendships, many which last throughout the rest of your life. I want you to meet some of the friends that I made, and this podcast gives me a fun excuse to reconnect with them. As you'll see, they're all doing very different things. The path of teaching yoga can lead us in many directions, and that's the beauty of it and the beauty of life. And speaking of life, Libby got to talk to my teachers, Sharon Gannon and David Life, after I did my training. So today's teacher training vignette will feature (laughs) what they told her. And the reason I'm including it here is because it has a funny little bit about memory. Here it is.
0: You know, Sharon told me that you made quite an impression on them. I don't know if I told you that. I think I did
1: at some point. I I forget everything, Libby, so you can tell me anything and it'll be like brand new. (laughs)
0: Same here. We help each other. I remember some things. You remember some things.
1: Well, quite an impression. That could go a lot of ways, I guess. (laughs) But they did end up hiring me to be their web editor for six years in New York City, so... I guess the impression was mostly good. But that's not what we're here to talk about, is it? (laughs) What are we here to talk about? I forgot.
0: Well,
1: you want to talk about Shiva? Oh, yeah. Om Om Namah Shivaya. Om
3: Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya. Om Namah Shivaya.
0: station of material and then back again to spirit. Okay. <clears throat> from God consciousness to ether, to water, to fire, to air, to earth. This is from the Shiva Sutras where he has sutras describing the order of manifestation from consciousness. And so it starts with the ether. That's like the, that's like, I don't know, you could say like matrix or you could think of it as as everything is air or everything is water, not one and the other. And it's the basis for which consciousness exists and creates. So, consciousness and ether brought air, the gases that we breathe. Consciousness and ether and air brought fire. The, the um, interaction of the gases produced fire. Once you have consciousness and ether, air, and fire, then you bring about the need for water and water is like the liquid form of God's consciousness and then from ether, air, fire and water you get earth so those are the elements and that's actually what I was thinking about when you asked me to do this podcast because when we chant Om Namah Shivaya those those words is not, it's not precisely mnemonics, (laughs) but each syllable represents one of those elements. Om is the sound of creation. Na is earth, ma is water, she is fire, va is air, ya is ether or space. So when you speak that sound, you go from material earth to ether by the time you've finished the vibes coming out of your mouth. Wow. And that's why when you chant Om Namah Shivaya, you are raising your level of consciousness and spirit and letting a little bit go of your material. That's a passage that I discovered like a year or two ago. And it's kind of like underlying all, a lot of my teachings these days because If you can understand where you come from, then you can understand what's going on right now. And if you can't see what's going on right now, then you can't really progress beyond it because you're stuck in this cycle that's been made for us.
1: Libby and I went on to talk a lot about what's going on in the world today which is out of the purview of this podcast. But this idea of recognizing where we come from as part of savadhyaya, or self-study, is an important aspect of remembering. If yoga is union with the divine through the quieting of the mind, in that stillness we can remember that we are made of stars, and we all share the same origin story. As Libby was describing the meaning of Om Namah Shivaya to me, I began to think about the astrophysical understanding of creation and the parallels. Om is a big bang, the sound of which we can still hear with today's technology. From there, ya is ether, which is space or emptiness. It's called akasha in Sanskrit. In the initial expansion of the universe, hydrogen and helium were the pervasive elements, which I would equate with va, air in the metaphor. They were nuclear reactors that formed the original stars, the she, the fire. And as those stars grew old and collapsed in on themselves, some of them exploded back outwards as supernovae. And those explosions created new elements, including carbon and oxygen. Oxygen combined with hydrogen to create the ma, the water. And as we know, carbon is the element that all life we know is based upon. So we can call that the earth. One question that I often hear is whether there's a proper way to chant a Sanskrit mantra. And how much does pronouncing the words correctly matter? What about the rhythm and the meter, etc.? And there's different answers for that. You know, if you're chanting from the Bhagavad Gita or the Yoga Sutras, you might think more about these rhythms and meters. One way I like to look at it is the way the Om Namah Shivaya mantra moves from matter to spirit. It's a good way to think about yoga and mantra practice. We start with Om, which is the seed mantra for everything that exists. We know that there is perfection, and we know that there's a place where we begin. We set an intention, intention is very important, and set the intention to do our best on the journey. And then we connect to the earth, we chant the words the best we can, over time the sounds start to flow like water, and then perhaps we study Sanskrit and add the fire of tapas to them. At some point, our minds don't think anymore about how we're pronouncing them because they're like the air we breathe. And then, oh, we merge with the divine. I asked Libby if there was a reason that she chants the mantra the way she does.
0: No, I don't do it that way. You know, I was inspired by one of my teachers many, many years ago, and then I tried to remember what he did, and this this is how I heard it in my head, and it's just... It's just been the thing that stuck. And I like it because it forces you to exhale for a long time. (laughs) And it really changes the way you start to feel. If you do that for 20 minutes, you've calmed everything.
1: In an article called The Energetic Field of Om Namah Shivaya, on the website Science and Non-Duality, Rodney Burney writes... The chant Om Namah Shivaya is a love song to ourselves, a love song we sing to our own deepest inner nature. In this song, we recognize that we are the source, like a hologram, a piece of God that also represents the whole. In the Siddha Yoga lineage from which this chant comes, it is considered to be the king of all mantras. The intelligent field of conscious energy of which the universe is made and concentrates into the dense form we know of as matter is represented by the god Shiva. Shiva is the totality. Okay listeners, let's go through it one more time so we don't forget. Om is creation, na is earth, ma is water, she is fire, va is air, and ya is ether. Om creation, na is earth, ma is water, she is fire, she is fire, she is fire, va is air, think of va, you the wind. Ya is ether, om is creation, na is earth. Ma is water, she is fire, va is air. Ya is ether, 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 or. I would like to end each episode by asking my guest if they have any advice for new yoga teachers. So I asked Libby, and this is what she had to say.
0: The best Classes that you can ever teach are the ones where you connect with people. And that means it doesn't really matter which asana you teach or which music you choose. But if you love them, they'll feel it and things will start happening. That would be my advice.
1: Never lose that. And that's about it for today's show. You can find Libby online at yogatyrol.at. That's Y O G A T I R O L.at. She doesn't offer any online classes, but she will be teaching at a couple of festivals in Austria this year if you're out that way or you want to take a nice vacation. You can contact her on Telegram and Signal at Libby Love Yoga, And she also has an Instagram, but she doesn't use it very frequently because she distances herself from social media. But there are some nice photos of her on there. And the handle is Libby Love underscore yoga. Libby, it's been so wonderful to reconnect with you. Thank you so much for coming on the show.
0: Thank you, Derek. Thank you so much for opening your, your mic and um, allowing me to share some things with a few more people.